welcome to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine. Welcome to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and of course we have with us our um, perennial host, co-host sometimes, sometimes host, um, world-class fly fishing angler, and that is uh, Frank Selby. Frank. Hey, how's it going this morning? Kind uh, of busy, aren't we? Don't, don't even ask. It's been one of okay. those days already. <laughs> but uh, I, go ahead. This was a shout-out to Robert. He sent an email about where was the best place to fish. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Texas. I sent that to you. Yes. So my favorite spot when I was a kid in Texas was just right there by Odessa, Texas, there are some great little ponds out there that have largemouth bass. Even when I was a kid, we were getting them seven and eight pounds. Whoa. And uh, it, I know Odessa's built up so much now, but I guarantee if you can find one of them ponds still around, there are going to be some giant bass in it. Well, you know, Frank, let me make a quick comment. We know we've got hundreds of thousands of people out there. But for some reason, they never bother to get in touch with us or tell us what they want. Uh, and what you're talking about, somebody called in and said, hey, where's the best bass fishing in Texas? But if you get in touch with us, we will definitely do whatever we can to help you. Yeah. And next week, I will call a couple of my buddies that live in Texas and find out where the best trout fishing is in Texas, because that was your two questions. Hmm. Well, when I think of Texas, I think of bass, not trout. But Yeah, there are trout, and there are some pretty good places. I know that. I just never fished trout there because I was always after the largemouth bass because mm-hmm. they're a good table fish for me. Yeah. Oh, well, well, you don't do that. But, oh, uh, yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> I don't lie. You know, anyway. I, I the, believe if, you know, you're out, you want to take two fish or yeah. three fish, just enough to feed your family. Right. What I get really upset about is when they go out, they catch 20, 30, 40 oh, fish. Oh, no, no, no. They bring them home, and then a month later, they're in the trash can. Yeah. Are around the, the rose go. garden. Okay. That's wasteful. Right. Well, Frank, we're going to have to take a quick break. We're going to come back. we got a lot of exciting stuff to talk about. You're listening to Fish on Talk Radio. A few years ago, a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable, non-skid, and wouldn't mark the decks. Today, these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers, boaters, professional guides, and charter captains. Go to softscience.com to see more. Soft Science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock-absorbent with just the right level of support. Several styles come in all sizes. Enjoy the Soft Science shoe in the water and out. Check them out at softscience.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. 
Always buy quality, and you will not be disappointed. AO Coolers, the lightweight, soft-sided cooler, will not disappoint you. Easy to carry, less room on the deck, and more efficient. AO Coolers fit the product inside for more performance. Once you try one, you want more. You will be proud to own one. AO Coolers outperform bulky, hard shell, and lesser soft-sided coolers. For types and how to find yours, go to aocoolers.com. Available at West Marine. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back motor trend truck of the year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. Yeah, I can catch them shallow, I can catch them deep. Muddy water or the back of the creek. Wind and rain to me, it's all the same. I make a living playing this game. And I thank the Lord above every time I can. I get to be a fisherman. Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan and Frank Selby. And we also have Bob Jacklin on the line with us. He's, you were on, the, what, a month or so ago, two months ago, Bob? About two months, yeah, I think so. But um, you're so interesting, we have to bring you back. But uh, um, I'm going to let Frank introduce you, and then uh, we'll see if we, what we can talk about. Well, good. Bob Jacklin's been there since the 60s. He's opened his own fly shop. He used to work for Bud Lilly. We became really good friends. I hope we were really good friends. And uh, we have a lot of fun every year fishing Yellowstone. Uh, and uh, I won't mention his favorite spot, but all in the park, we've had a lot of fun. And out of the park, we used to once on a blue moon go down to the Fall River. And that's all I'm going to say about it. And, Bob, would you please tell them your website and everything? Oh, sure. I got a new website. It's uh, my name of my shop, Jacqueline's with an S, Jacqueline's Fly Shop at safelink.net. At safelink.net. Oh, I never heard of that one. Jacqueline's Fly Shop at safelink.net. Yeah. Uh, what city are you in, Bob? I'm in West Yellowstone, Montana. Mm-hmm. And wow. he's only two blocks away from the gate. And I'm looking to, at the gate right now in my store. I can look right out, and there's one block up. <laughs> or two blocks, really. Well, you're the one block, and you're on the second block about the third door, I think. Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> we don't forget West Yellowstone, but I liked it when we only had about 16,000 people all around mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Now I don't know what it is. A lot of people now here is very popular visiting the park. We've got uh, probably a whole year, 4 million people go through the gate here anyway. Well, we don't don't have a lot of time in this segment, so I don't want to take up too much time. But I just wanted to make a quick comment on the national park systems that the United States has. Very, very few countries in the world have the opportunities that we have because of that. Sure. Absolutely, and we love it. All of us that live here, we're in Frank too, and all the years he's been here, we just love it. It's it's a treasure, and people come to see something that they can't see or don't see at home. Yeah, well, you are home. And, <laughs> yeah, and Bob is probably, in my opinion, one of the best fishermen around on the Madison. It doesn't matter where he fishes. We always seem to catch fish when we're together or he's uh, guiding somebody. I've never heard a complaint about Bob in all the years I've known him. Well, you know, let's, let's find out why people that are in New York, excuse me, or Florida should come to the Yellowstone area. Well, it's a chance to experience wild trout, and that's the whole key. We don't do any stocking, haven't done any stocking since 1950s, early 50s in the Yellowstone area, so it's all natural reproduction. Our biologists, we don't, I don't always agree with them 100%, but what they're doing now is they're trying to bring it all back to a native species, and they're introducing some cutthroat in some of the rivers that had cutthroat originally, and we're starting to catch a few of those, and they're trying to preserve the black-spotted cutthroat out of Yellowstone Lake, so they're doing that. So all in all, the biologists are doing, trying to do a good job. They're changing things around a little bit, but Fishing's good out here, and we have a chance at a wild fish. Not only a chance at a wild fish, anymore you've got a chance at a big wild fish. Mm-hmm. You got one a couple years ago. It, it wasn't a wild fish, but it was a big brown. It was a big brown, which it was a wild fish, except it was originally stocked as for, you know, forebearers. It's great-great ancestors. Yep. It's a fish that lived in Quake Lake, where the earthquake was in 1959, Grew up there, went up the river, and I caught it in the river, and it was a 10-pound fish. That's a big Whoa, a 10-pound trout. That's a king salmon. Yeah, that's a big trout. Yeah. And I'm proud to say he is, in my opinion, one of the best guides, and he makes sure his other guides are just as nice and wonderful as he is. Well, thank you. This is my 49th year guiding. I hope to make some trips next year and call it 50 years guiding. (laughs) Hey, Uh, give us a bit of an idea. I'm sorry. Uh, I was going to say, give us a little bit of an idea of what type of fishing you do, you know, uh, light line and, you know, fly fishing, spin fishing, or just give us a quick idea on what you do when you take people out. We do 100% fly fishing, and what we pray, what we specialize in is teaching fly fishing. So we get a lot of beginners in my store to run through, and we teach them, we give them casting lessons, how to cast, and this and that, and then get them out on the river fishing. So they have a chance to catch a few fish, maybe not hundreds of fish, but catch a few while they're learning how to use the equipment. Mm-hmm. And some of those are good equipment, good fishermen. They may we make them even better because these pros I have with me. You know, they spend a lot every day on the river like I did as a young man, and mm-hmm. they learn how to teach, and that's what we're doing. He's being very modest. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, Frank, one of the great. Frank is uh, is a world-class uh, fly angler, and uh, he's he does a lot of teaching also. 
Yes. Well, I I think I'm just a teacher like a lot of the guys. Mm -hmm. But we get fish, and that's what counts. Well, just a a quick comment is that uh, fly fishing can be intimidating to some people, but it really doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. It's easy to learn, and you don't have to be the pro. You go out and have a good time. It's good to know the first beginning three casts you need to learn, but those are easily accomplished with an instructor or going to spend a half a day on a river with a fishing pro or something like that mm-hmm. and learn. So that's the best thing you got to want to learn. And once you get that part in your mind, you'll learn quick. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'm, I'm still, you know, an amateur fly angler. But what I have learned, especially from doing on the radio, is it really works. And I've seen it where a, a fly angler will outfish uh, live bait uh, or in most any conventional because it just, for some reason, the fish um, respond to it. Yeah, John forgot to tell you I got my 30-pound halibut. Oh, come on, Frank. We've talked about that two weeks ago. That's a big halibut. (laughs) I'll tell the story one more time. Uh, We got back from Alaska, Ketchikan, not too long ago. And before we went, Frank goes, I want to catch a halibut on a fly rod up there. And I go, well, Frank, if anybody can do it, I suppose you could. But good luck on that. (laughs) And... Of course he did, nice. and there was like a 30-pound halibut, and there, uh, uh, Mike, the promotional manager up there, we were talking about it. I said, Mike, when's the last time that people that went to Clover Pass Resort uh, used a fly rod to catch a halibut? And he goes, uh, uh, never. Never, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's great, Frank. Yeah, I, I, you know, me, I used to love to go over by the hot springs uh, there and fish in the evening after work, after we got rid of our clients. That was a lot of fun. Sure. And okay. the Yellowstone River is good in the park these days. Not a lot of fish, but they're big size, so that's the fun. You get one, and it's going to be a good size three or four pound fish. Okay. Well, we've only got about a minute left in this segment. It's a short one. But uh, let's see if we can find out uh, why to go to your area and when to go. Okay. Go ahead. Well, the best time to come is when there's hatches, and that's usually the last week in August, the last week in June, and the month of July, and that's our, our prolific dry fly fishing. But to be real honest with you, any time you get here, including the first week of November, you can find some dry fly fishing and fun fishing. There's always something happened. In the spring sometimes with a late runoff, it's a little tougher. But uh, you can always find some fish early on, like the first week of June. The Firehole, fish, Firehole River will be fishing best. And again, late in the fall, Firehole River will be fishing good again. So things uh, these move around all the time, but it, there's always places to catch fish. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, before we uh, hang up on you, Bob, uh, how do we get in touch with you? Well, just, uh, I guess, just call me on a phone number. I can give you a phone number, 406-646-7336. Okay. And that rings at the store. Okay. And by the way, if you didn't write that down, just go online and listen to it again. And your website is, real quick? Jacqueline's, oh, Jacqueline's Fly Shop. JacklessFlyShop.com. Bob, that was fun. We appreciate that. Thank you. And, Take uh, care. We're going to be back with you just in a couple of minutes on Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Go to the website, listen to the show, uh, listen to previous shows. 
and get in touch with us. We'll see what we can do for you. And we've got some great trips. And go fishing. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos del Mar. Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Mystery Tackle Box is the most fun and affordable way to discover new lures every month. Select your target species and select your subscription length. Get your box delivered. Catch more fish. It's that easy. Offering fresh and salt water, we've partnered with Fish Talk to get you a great deal. Use the promo code FISHTALK for $10 off your first subscription. Mystery Tackle Box is the original monthly lure subscription service. In fact, we've been told that it feels like Christmas once a month and you can get started for as little as 15 bucks a month. Go to mysterytacklebox.com today. That's mysterytacklebox.com and start getting your packages every month. This is John and I believe in Mystery Tackle Box. Go to mysterytacklebox.com, mention Fish Talk, get a special deal and get the packages coming every month. You will be looking forward to it. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan and Frank Selby. By the way, Frank, you sent me an email uh, with Captain Daryl Morris's uh, um, information and phone number. And <laughs> obviously you don't know how to spell Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I looked at that like a what in the heck is that? 
Missouri and Arkansas is the, the, the two places that I try to stay away from anymore. I grew up around Little Rock. S-E-X-Y. Yeah. Well, it is kind of strange because it's, you know, it's Arkansas. It's, you know, where does Arkansas come from? But yeah. uh, anyway, uh, we do have Captain Daryl Morris on the line. And uh, Captain, would you mind telling us a little bit about uh, what you do back in Arkansas? Well, I am very thankful that you called me and let me get on your radio show there in California. I'm way over here in Arkansas, (laughs) (laughs) and my specialty, my passion, is crappie in the spring and the fall. Uh Uh-huh. Now, right now, we're, we're not doing so much crappie. We're doing school and bass. Mm-hmm. You know, white bass and hybrid striper. Depends on where you come from. They call them sand bass, barfish, whatever. But we throw spoons at them and we have a good time. Oh shoot! They're pulling you. They're, you sounds like they're in the fall. Sounds like they're pulling you over there. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> That's not me. Okay, go ahead. No, uh, but if you come and see me in the fall or the spring, uh, man, that's my passion, uh, Mm -hmm. catching them crappie. Mm -hmm. I I have dreams in the middle of the night of crappie the size of halibut. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I know there are some great crappie fish in Mm -hmm. Arkansas. Oh, yeah. And uh, do you uh, do you do the jigs or do you do the bait, uh, the live bait? Mostly, well, mostly live bait, mm-hmm. you know. My grandpa well, always told me they don't get fat on plastic. <laughs> <laughs> but, what do you do? you put a worm on a bobber yeah. or what do you do? Oh, yeah, it's a 10-foot uh, crappie pole. Mm-hmm. With Ooh. a slip cork and a barber stop and a live bait. A ten foot rod? It's like like a fly rod or what why do you need that? Well it's a jig pole. What do you and just I tie a line to the end of it or with you, a slip yeah. cork? Yeah. And you move the barber stop up and down to control your depth. Mm-hmm. I mean I'm not trying to speak evil of my clients, but most of them don't know how to do it or whatever. But if I move that bobber stuff up and down and control the depth, uh-huh. then we do it. We set it in the holder, and I move the boat around. I mean, the boat control is the key. Well, I'm I'm not a professional anything, and I've caught some crappie, but it seems to me that what you do is they like to hang out in the weeds and, and the structure. Oh, yes. And, yeah. and you just kind of just drop it right down on top of them. And normally, you know, if you get a one-pounder, that's a pretty good size. Yes, but, but, uh, it is. But we catch two-pounders yeah. on a regular basis. Yeah. And, What's the limit now in uh, Arkansas on crappie? Arkansas crappie limit is twenty five. <laughs> well, that'll make it. That'll make a few tacos. I'm thinking white bass. Oh yeah. No, crappie is thirty. <laughs> white bass is twenty five. Right. And the hybrid striper mix is six. 
uh, you, you catch the limit on two of them, you have enough. You got a bucket full. We went out. We went out yesterday. We caught sixty-one, and it was four gallons of filet. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Hey, just. Uh, to, for my edification and maybe some others, what's the sure. difference between panfish, red ear, crappie, and you know the, the similar uh, uh, species? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I mean, honestly, nothing. They're all they're all in the sunfish family. Yeah. I mean, crappie, black bass. I mean, they call them bass, but they're yeah, yeah. I mean, when Bassmaster started their thing right here in the Hot Springs area, yeah, they, you know, said that. Well, it doesn't sound really good if you say we're going to have a black perch tournament. Yeah. So they started calling them bass. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but, but everything. Yeah. No, everything that we see now on the ESPN or whatever, it all started right here. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, one quick question again. Would you okay. please tell them how to get in touch with you? Well, the best way is my website, uh, Family Fishing Trips dot com. Well, I you think have any that, problem I, with my I, website? Look at my number and give me a call. Well, I think the name of your website probably speaks for itself. Well, I come from a marketing and advertising background. Mm-hmm. And I set up my business uh, to market to a completely different niche than everybody else. Yeah. I want families. I want little boys, little girls. Mm-hmm. Coming to to my business, okay, so that was and fi- showing them how to catch fish. That was familyfishingtrips.com? dot com. Trips plural, yes. dot com. Okay. Yeah, and let me tell you, although John Anderson would say you were the best guide for crappie fishing. Who boys. said that? John Anderson. He's in. Uh, Marceline, Missouri. Okay, okay. I don't remember the name, but I I try my best. Yeah. I mean, well, you taught his son how to catch him. Hey, Daryl, I've got a question for you. Yes, sir. Your your accent uh, is this really how you talk? Oh, of course. Well, I've been living in Arkansas since '91. <laughs> I spent. Uh, I love that accent. Over yeah. six years in the Marine Corps. Yeah. So I, I don't know if it's universal or Arkansas. Well, obviously you're a redneck, right? And pr- <laughs> and proud of it. Uh, hey. Hey, I've been known to trade ammo for fishing trips. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you get you go back home. I go back to Missouri, and in thirty yeah, minutes, it takes me a month 
lose my accent because you all come right on <laughs> over come, and we'll all hey, go and that's and, just uh, you and me uh, Daryl well, if you don't I get people in my boat from Louisiana by the end of the trip I'm talking just like them <laughs> yeah Anyway, uh, Daryl, a, a quick point. Uh, on FamilyFishingTrips.com, you've got some recipes, and I yes. would suggest people come and do that. But the you know, crappie is, you, you get a bucket's full of them, but they're very yeah. dense white meat, and they're just, mm-hmm. they're, they're very, very good table fare. Do you want to give us one quick recipe? Because we don't have much time. Well... Yeah, the one that's on my website that is called uh, oh gosh, what's it called? Uh, it has to do with the lemon and the mushrooms or whatever. Oh, really? It's oh, a really well. We don't care what it's called. Just recipe. tell us how to. We don't care what it's called. Just tell us how to do it. Well, it's like uh, they. Everybody thinks it's healthy. But what is the best at is the guy can make it, get a little white wine, mm-hmm. <laughs> call now, your girlfriend. What, now, does the white wine go in the fish or go in your mouth? that yeah. you yeah. slaved over it all yeah. day long. Yeah. there you go. Well, the way I used to keep crappie, I would put them in the the old paper uh, milk cartons. Oh, put water in. Oh, the freezer. Yeah, the freezer. Yeah, and yeah, they sure. don't want to freeze for about four anymore. months. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Sure. But we're talking about uh, do you, you know, your, pref- your preferred method well, is sa- saute, fried, and what? I'm over here in Arkansas. Yeah. Hey, this is not my first rodeo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's your if second there is anybody that wants to come and see me and take fish back home with them on the plane, yeah, I know how to do it. Uh huh. Yeah. And, uh, well, anyway, we're just about out of time, but uh, um, you still never gave us that recipe. Go on the web and look there for it. There you go. Go on the web and look for it. Okay. Do you have That's something? FamilyFishingTrips.com. Yeah, go on the website and look at it, but do you have butter and garlic? Well, <laughs> man, well, you know what? There's You can put too much salt uh, and there's things that you can do that, you know, to that ruin food. But you can never yeah. have too much garlic or too much butter. Well, of course. Of course. Yeah, but that's my heart stopper. Yeah, well, <laughs> just don't eat too much. Anyway, we're about, we're about out of it now. But uh, this has been delightful, Daryl. We appreciate you coming on and joining us. And we'll have to do it again. And uh, I'm well, still not sure. I'm still not sure. I'm still not sure if you're putting on that accent or not. But that's no, right. he's not. He's not. I, okay. I hang out really? around okay. a little bit. All right, we got to go. Go to fishtalkradio.com and listen to the show again and again. The soft science footbed absorbs the shock of pounding waves, engine vibration, and even rocky terrain. Soft science shoes are roomy and relaxed, and they drain and dry quickly. Check out the soft science fin fishing shoes and boots and the fin H2O for kayaking and canoeing. They're lightweight, slip resistant, and won't mark your deck. See the new styles for men and women and get your pair on at softscience.com. 
It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Mystery Tackle Box is the most fun and affordable way to discover new lures every month. Select your target species and select your subscription length. Get your box delivered. Catch more fish. It's that easy. Offering fresh and salt water, we've partnered with Fish Talk to get you a great deal. Use the promo code FISHTALK for $10 off your first subscription. Mystery Tackle Box is the original monthly lure subscription service. In fact, we've been told that it feels like Christmas once a month and you can get started for as little as 15 bucks a month. Go to mysterytacklebox.com today. That's mysterytacklebox.com and start getting your packages every month. This is John and I believe in Mystery Tackle Box. Go to mysterytacklebox.com, mention Fish Talk, get a special deal and get the packages coming every month. You will be looking forward to it. Alaskan RV Butler. Guiding, fishing, hiking, sightseeing, adventure. The Alaskan RV Butler. Like a cruise on wheels in the comfort of an RV, view the wonders of Alaskan interior, streams, ocean, and wildlife. Or fish for the big one, all while pampered by Mike, the Alaskan RV Butler. Mike's inclusive tours serve butter-drenched shellfish and mouthwatering steaks. Mike is your personal chef, chauffeur, guide, and planner. And for the real Alaska, contact MikeRVButler at gmail.com. That's MikeRVButler at gmail.com. Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and of course we have Frank Selby. Frank is, uh, you know, he's, uh, well actually it's not just in his own mind. He's he's uh, a pretty famous, world-renowned fly angler, and he has uh, his and hers, is it his and hers, or his and her? Yeah. To his and her fly fishing. His yeah. and her, okay. Uh, and, you know, he makes flies in-house, sells them all over the world. And uh, But, uh, Frank, we got a minute here right now. Let's talk about some of the fun stuff that we do. Well, uh, let's talk a little bit about our trips. You okay. know, especially Mexico. We always have a lot of fun, you and me, when we go to Mexico. Mm-hmm. And we've got a great trip coming up at the end of September. I believe it's September, 20, September 27. Four nights, mm-hmm. 
for eight hundred and what? Eight fifty, eight seventy-five, something like that. Yeah, not your affair, but if you're in California, Southwest flies a lot of straight-through flights right down to Cabo San Lucas. Yeah, and it's, uh, yeah, they'll pick yeah. you up there. And S- SJD, SJD Airport, we get a van to pick you up and take you to the lodge. We've got and, Jay Ferris on the lodge. Oh, we do have Jay Ferris. He came back. Uh, he decided to answer the phone. Jay, are you there? I am. I am. Sorry about that. It's Maine, and the uh, cell phone coverage is... Not so good. Oh, well, we got you now. You sound fine. Give Perfect. Us, give Thank us you. a little bit more about uh, where you are and what you do. Okay. I, uh, I do fishing and hunting. And I guide uh, fishing out of Bath, Maine, which is on the mid-coast. Uh, we go right out of a marina there, and our main staple fishing is striper fishing. So we uh, fish mm. for stripers or straight bass or rockfish, depending on where in the country you're from. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do that in the spring, or well, it starts around and, and Beth, Memorial you, Day. Yeah. So are you right. in a lake? Uh, no, this is all saltwater fish. Oh, really? It's all right on best the ocean. Salt yeah. Interesting. So, yep. They, the three spawning grounds, real quickly, for stripers are the Chesapeake Bay, Hudson River, yeah. New York, and Kennebec River, Maine. And oh, we fish yeah. on the Kennebec River. Wow. So uh, we have some... Pretty good restrictions in June while they're spawning, but we have a ton of fish, so it's excellent time for light tackle spin casting, fly fishermen. It's great. And then mm-hmm. July, we can use live bait, and the big fish are moving back into the river, and uh, we fish for real big fish right July through August. And mm-hmm. then September, we get that mix of smaller fish again, feeding up to head back down to the Chesapeake uh-huh. uh, for the winter. and. That's when fly fishing, spin casting, light tackle oh. gets good again. So we fish basically from June first to October first. Well, do you what do you normally use a slow troll in a boat, or what? What's your best method? Uh, we usually drift. So when we're fly fishing, spin casting, we're casting or jigging. Um, with fly fishing, we go down the flats along the ocean, and uh, you know, we're in a, a flats boat, and we're we're casting. And then when we're using live bait, we're in a a bigger center console boat, and we go out. So a typical day right now is you leave the marina, we head down one river out into the ocean, we catch mackerel. Uh, normally you're going to see seals, porpoises. You'll see about nine different lighthouses. We saw a whale the other day while oh. we were getting the bait. Yeah, and then wow. uh, we come across the coast, fish the beaches, back up into the river, fish the river. And, uh, you know, we're, we're just using live bait, uh, typically mackerel, sometimes eels, blood worms, and mm-hmm. uh, catching real good stripers and some real good numbers right now. Yeah. A lot of happy customers. Real quick, throw out your web page so people can get in touch with you and your phone number if you want. Yeah, absolutely. So the website is www.mainexperienceguideservice.com, and the phone number is... Two zero seven two one five three eight two eight. Okay, my wife and me will see you in the fall. Perfect. That sounds. Good. I, I want to. She's never been back there, and she loves the changings of the maple and the 
Oh yeah, the fauna. Columbus Day weekend. That's the that's the, when they're at their peak. It's beautiful for sure. Well, Frank, we're already into September, and we got a trip to uh, uh, <clears throat> the East Cape in Baja. The end of September. Where are you going to find time to do all this stuff? And then also, uh, we've got this trip that we're uh, putting together. We're trying to finalize a trip to Cuba in the beginning of December. Well, so, hey, who's going to run the I shop? Have, I do. A lot of fishing, so I do take a few days and go different places. You know that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, as, as, if it's got water and I got a fly rod, and if it's the wrong time of year to use flies, I'm not too proud to throw a spinning gear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got some good uh, in the fall. We have some great smallmouth bass fishing with flies. Oh, fishing now that I love. Smallmouth. Yeah, we do a lot of stripes are our biggest business, but we do a lot of uh, a lot of fishing for smallmouth too, right in the river. All of it's right in the river. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, a lot of a lot of spin casting and fly fishing for the smallmouth. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a great time. That cycles us right into the to the sea duck season, and that's our big hunting. We do oh. uh, moose hunting in October. Really? And then we do sea duck. Yeah, we uh, we hunt sea ducks from mid November until mid January. Hmm. I never, so cast a blast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't know you really? had moose back there. Uh, actually, moose is an interesting critter. First of all, Absolutely. you know, it's it's friggin' huge. Yep. And, you know, give us a quick idea about hunting them, and then what do you do when you take them? Sure, no problem. Well, moose is a, is a member of the deer family, biggest member of the deer family. Well, I guess, yeah. And uh, we're usually hunting them to several seasons, several zones. So we hunt zones one, two, four, and five. Uh-huh. Uh, it's all backwoods, uh, either remote lodges or uh, pole tents, depending on what zone we're in. And in September, the third week of September is the season, and then the second season is the second week of October. Yeah. And the moose are in the rut at that point, so we're well, calling for them. So well, uh, it's kind of like turkey hunting with a 1,500-pound yeah, coming in. I was going to say, you know, most <laughs> people, uh, if, 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 a moose, if a moose was just standing up, most people could walk underneath it without bending over. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're huge. They're, uh, they're giant and tall. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You don't get the, the feel for it until you call one in about 10 feet away from you. And it's, uh, well, if they're it's, in, got, it's uh, pretty wound up by the time it gets in. Well, I'll tell you what, if, you, if they're in the rut, uh, I don't think I'd want to get within 10 feet of them, that's for sure. <laughs> hey, John. Yeah. Yes. When it comes around season, we got to call him back and have him tell us a little bit more about the hunting side of it, yeah. don't you think? Absolutely. Well, we've got oh, a couple, couple, couple minutes left, but I'm kind of curious. Um, you know, t- venison is great. I think elk is even better. I don't think I've ever had moose. Can you kind of describe I, it? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I've we shoot a lot of a lot of deer. We have a lot of venison, and we do some caribou hunting. We don't guide for caribou, but we mm-hmm. do do some caribou hunting. We're fairly close. Um, I would say, uh, and we do some red stag. I would say of all the wild game uh, that I've harvested, moose is my favorite. It's, really. It's, uh, yeah, it's very good. It, well, it's, is it is uh, it uh, is it similar tough, probably it? to elk? Okay, if I had to guess. Yeah. You know, it's um, it's 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 like if you uh, it's probably halfway between beef and venison. I guess wow. if I had to say wow. it's big, thick cut too. Yeah. So it's, 
it's kind of like eating a steak more than like a, yeah. you know, venison can be kind of thin. Yeah. Um, so it's it's good. You get a lot of meat. Usually, uh, you know, you're, you're dividing <laughs> it up with all your buddies. It's, I was going to say, you know, one, what, the year. one moose would uh, fill up two or three freezers. Yeah, 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 yeah. When yeah you shoot easy. A, you know, if you shoot a 1,200-pound moose, you might get, you know, three or 400 pounds of meat out of that anyway. Yeah. So it's it'll fill you up, that's yeah. for sure, and it's very good, mm-hmm. very good. And what method you, do you use to take them with? You just uh, sneak up on them with a with a rifle, or what, uh, we we what we do is we we set up in either clear cuts or blowdowns or or clearings, and we call for them, and we try to get a big bull to come in, and uh, guys can take it with a with a rifle. I would recommend. 30 caliber or higher. Let's yeah, or, or higher. Yeah. Anything 30 or yeah. higher. 30 yeah. odd stick is fine. 300, 308, 7 yeah. millimeter mag. Yeah. Anything like that. Um, people take them with bows. Um, mm-hmm. A black 50 cal black cal, black powder would work fine. Wow. Um, so, you know, with a bow, you want to get up close. When people bring a bow, I always say, bring your rifle. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, just in case you piss it off. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you do have a sub permittee. So when you put in for a for a uh, moose permit in Maine, you also put a name on there for your sub permittee. So oh. when you come with your sub permittee, either of you can shoot the moose. Oh, I Permittee has to be with the permittee right. to do it, but they right. can do it, or you can do it. Yeah. You know, you can back each other up. Well, yeah, that's right. You get in the front with the uh, with a bow, and then somebody stand behind him with a big gun just in case. <laughs> yeah, just in case, yeah. Yes, sir, that's... Uh, that's very common. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know. Well, I know cracks. Our, you know the yeah. the racks they have on those things are incredible. Oh, monstrous! We're uh, you know we try to we try to do nothing nothing less than a forty inch spread, but right. there's certainly plenty of fifty okay. inch. Well, Jay, inch we're we're just there. about out of time. Um, sure. Can we get some contact information from you? Yeah, absolutely. So if you want to follow me uh, and see what we're doing as far as you know day to day right now we're really into the stripers okay we got um, we got 10 seconds give us the information hmm. give your check phone number in. your your website jay your website yeah website www.mainexperienceguideservice.com mainexperienceguideservice.com okay com. thank you Jay we appreciate you coming on and we're going to have to get back to this you are a lot of fun you are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio go to the website and on the front page you can listen as many times as you want A few years ago, a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable, non-skid, and wouldn't mark the decks. Today, these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers, boaters, professional guides, and charter captains. Go to softscience.com to see more. Soft Science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock absorbent with just the right level of support. Several styles come in all sizes. Enjoy the Soft Science shoe in the water and out. Check them out at softscience.com. Used by fishermen who know where to get the best fishing gear around, Aftco makes the highest quality fishing rod components worldwide. If it says Aftco, you know you have a quality rod. Guy Harvey Clothing, the best outdoor clothing line anywhere, is also available through Aftco. Longest lasting, functional, and best looking clothing you'll be proud to wear. Only the very best materials and workmanship. As soon as you put it on, you'll know the difference. Look for Aftco at quality retailers or go to AFTCO.com. Great news. 
You can now watch Grizz's shows wherever you are, whenever you want, on all your mobile devices. Download the Grizz Channel app today. Enjoy an adventure during that boring wait at the doctor's office. Or while you're sitting at the airport waiting for your next flight. Just go to your phone, tablet, or even Kindle app store or iTunes and download it today. And when you get home, you can watch The Grizz on your big screen on Roku. Catch The Grizz next adventure today. Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, of course, Frank Selby. And uh, Jay Ferris is uh, kind enough to join us for the next couple of minutes. Uh, and I'm fascinated. We're talking about striped bass. And, of course, he's in the Bath, Maine, if anybody knows where that is. Um, I'm learning. And uh, but he was talking about moose hunting, which I don't think we ever had before. And you know that uh, sounds like quite a uh, you know uh, interesting. I mean, they're incredible animals, incredible. Like I said you could, I can tell you some stories about you know in Alaska with a moose, but um, they have a, actually they have a, a signpost along the way on the highways saying how many moose have been um, struck by vehicles this year, and it's usually in a couple hundreds. But I'll tell oh, you wow. what, you do not want to do one of those. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, you don't. Uh, yeah. Well, I, well, one more question. When's the best time to come back? And this has nothing to do with fishing, nothing to do with hunting. What's the best time of fall to come back when the maples are all turning lavender, blue, red? Columbus Day weekend, sir. Columbus Day weekend. Right okay. October. That's always the best. And the nice thing about Maine is it's almost 500 miles from south to north. So you can, you know, if it's not at peak where you are, you could go north or you could go south and find it. But if yeah. you come to Maine uh, around Columbus Day weekend, you're going to find it. Someplace. You know, I'm just curious. Do you have an idea what the population is of Maine? Of uh, people? Yeah. It's it's about 1.3 million. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, uh, it's like you know, we're I'm, we're uh, talking 25 million just in Los Angeles, and yeah. uh, you know, Alaska is probably not that much different. But I know that Maine's a beautiful place, but obviously, you have a lot of. Uh, I mean, it's a pretty big state, so you've got a it's lot of uh, very large. Yeah. You you got a lot of uh, um, beautiful uh, country up there that you can just go out into. 
No, it's great where we hunt up in the northwest corner for, for moose. You can drive literally on thousands of miles of dirt road uh, and never see tar. The whole time we're in there, we never see tar, rarely see other vehicles. It's a, it's a, it's a large area and so few people. It's just great. We have lots yeah. of woods and water and, and lots of space to get away from each other and and uh, do your own thing. Right. Really well, normally, normally when you go someplace and everything's green, there's a reason for that. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. so you must, you know, you must have you must have a lot of of uh, rain and snow up there, don't you? Uh, we have a lot of rain and snow. Yeah, mm-hmm. the springs are usually quite wet. The falls can be rainy, and we get a, a ton of snow. Mm-hmm. And of course, yeah. you know, cold this uh, this winter when we were past winter sea duck hunting, we had one of the coldest winters we'd had. It was. Well below zero for two weeks straight. Some of the ocean that I've never seen in all my years uh, of guiding and just being on the ocean, freeze, froze, like froze. They couldn't even break through it. It was so wow. frozen. Lobster, lobster boats frozen right into the bag. Oh, no. So, yeah. That's right. Well, that uh, Maine lobster, man, there's, there's, to me, there's, we have lobster all over the world, but that cold water Maine lobster is is uh, I, I, uh, Frank, we got to figure out how to get some of that back into California. I go out and do that when I go back. Yeah, there hey. you go. Bring some. Okay. Well, anyway, we're we're just about uh, closing it up, but uh, Jay, I've learned so much from you. That's what's so fun about doing this show is you learn so many things. And no, no now, problem at all. Now I've got a craving for uh, for moose, and of course, I always had a craving for uh, uh, Maine lobster. But uh, and uh, you talked about the striped bass, which are probably one of the finest fishing fare that there is. Oh, so, they're great, excellent, so, real flaky. So let's really. uh, let's let's do your uh, website one more time. Yeah, com, and they can link right to my Facebook or Instagram, and okay. we do daily updates on both. Main, of main say it again. www.mainexperienceguideservice.com. Okay, main experience guideservice.com alright Jay this has been a lot of fun we hopefully get you back on soon because uh, yeah, yeah you we'll got, get him back you, on when the season starts okay. well you got me going that's for sure alright Jay thank you Frank thank you very much you are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio go to the website and listen to the show right on the front page Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine. This is John Hennigan, and of course, it's Frank Selby, and uh, yeah, we're going to cast you and blast you all over the world, but uh, mostly, well, actually, in the first hour, if you weren't able to get it, you can always go to the website in uh, fishhunttalkradio.com, right on the front page, you can listen to it. We were talking about moose hunting, which I thought was very interesting, because I didn't know much about it, but uh, <clears throat> anyway, Frank, um, you have to excuse me, because... Uh, I hadn't uh, hadn't eaten, so right now um, I'm in the process of eating a a tongue taco. <laughs> that should be really good. It is love it. I love it. I mean, yeah. our engineer Mark he goes, "Ew, beef tongue." And I go, "Here, try it." And he goes, "Wow, this is really good. Very tender. <laughs> yeah. Very, very tender." tender. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, speaking of Mexico, 
let's uh, tell our listeners, if there's anybody out there listening, it's only a couple hundred thousand that I know of, if they're, inter- if they're interested in going to uh, uh, East Cape, which is uh, north of uh, 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 San Jose del Cabo, uh, about an hour, and it's probably one of the finest fishing grounds anywhere in the world. It's on the Bay of, of uh, the Palms, which is about five miles of flat, sandy beaches, beautiful blue water. And we're going to be going down the end of September, so the water temperature will probably be at least in the mid-80s. And uh, fishing this year down there, uh, Frank, has been phenomenal. Yeah. Tuna, Dorado, wow. Marlin, everything. So if anybody's interested in going, it's almost free. I mean, if you got a paper route, you can go. And if you work for an airline, you get a free ticket. Then it's even better. But it's uh, I think it was eight seventy five. I think for five yeah. nights accommodations, um, two days cruiser fishing, and it's just going to be a lot of fun. We got a lot of good people. So yeah. get in touch with us. So we'd like yeah, to hear from you. You're forgetting to tell them we've got that five miles of beach to fish right off the. Oh beach. yeah, surf fishing down there is incredible. Fly fishing. I know you're going to be doing some of that. Of but, course. Uh, of course. Anyway, uh, Frank, we're gonna we're gonna have to get serious. We're gonna take a break, and then we're going to come back. And let's see, who do we got coming up? Oh, um, we're gonna let's talk about boats. The Soft Science footbed absorbs the shock of pounding waves, engine vibration, and even rocky terrain. Soft Science shoes are roomy and relaxed, and they drain and dry quickly. Check out the Soft Science Fin fishing shoes and boots and the Fin H2O for kayaking and canoeing. They're lightweight, slip-resistant, and won't mark your deck. See the new styles for men and women and get your pair on at SoftScience.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. Road stretches for miles in front of you, and with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway, so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 mpg highway based on V6 4x2. 
Alaskan RV Butler. Guiding, fishing, hiking, sightseeing, adventure. The Alaskan RV Butler. Like a cruise on wheels in the comfort of an RV. View the wonders of Alaskan interior, streams, ocean, and wildlife. Or fish for the big one. All while pampered by Mike, the Alaskan RV Butler. Mike's inclusive tours serve butter-drenched shellfish and mouth-watering steaks. Mike is your personal chef, chauffeur, guide, and planner. And for the real Alaska, contact MikeRVButler at gmail.com. That's MikeRVButler at gmail.com. He's a great American fisherman. He'll fish anywhere. Anywhere there's water, Lord knows he'll be there. He's just like a gypsy, mighty hard to hold. Great American fisherman got fishing in his soul. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan. And we also, of course, Frank Selby, who's um, always here, thank God. <laughs> and we've got uh, someone else that Frank wants to bring on. And uh, let's just go ahead and we're going to learn a little bit about boats, I hope. Yes, a lot about boats and how great the people are there at the Freedom Boat Club. Okay, well, who are we talking to? Hey, this is, this is Philip with Freedom. Yeah, um, I am the maintenance guy at Freedom. I take care of all the boats here and make sure they're ready to run, right. ready to go out for you guys. Just and I'm, I'm sorry, can you keep repeat that red carpet service going? Can we repeat your name again so we make sure we give you good credit? Uh, name is Philip Davis. Okay. With freedom. Mm -hmm. Well, Philip, I think that what we're going to try and do, because of what you do, now we've Mm -hmm. talked to the Freedom Boat Club before, and it's just a phenomenal idea where you can um, own a boat almost, use it anytime you want, no insurance, no dock fees. Uh, You just walk down, get on the boat, and people like you have it all ready to go. And when you're done, you just walk away, and and you, you know, take care of the rest of it. I mean, how cool is that? You're forgetting two important things. Okay. They help you bring everything down. They help you bring everything back. And you better give them a tip. They're really (laughs) great. Good idea. Number two, I come, I say, I'm here. The boat has started. Everything's ready to go. They are the best dock people you'll ever want to be around. And well, they, we have two locations, one in San Pedro and one in Huntington. But the, we have both all the boat clubs are all over the United States. Well, and, you know, and we just got how many new boats in? Uh, this season we brought in, in the Huntington location, we brought in a 21-foot Parker. We brought in a 23-foot Parker pilot house as well as we brought in um, another Cobia dual console that's going to be coming in and a Cobia center console for fishing as well. I mean, these are, these are high-class, high-dollar boats. No kidding. Yeah, no kidding. Anyway, you know, to me, if you can afford it, you got your yacht down to the harbor. Well, you don't, uh, you know, you go down there and the captain has everything ready. You step on the boat. Yeah, maybe some champagne on the boat, and you go out and you go fishing or whatever you're going to do, and you come back, uh, and you step off the boat and go home. 
Well, that's not how most people live <laughs> because it's dragging the boat down, getting it, paying for the stuff, dragging it out, putting it out. Yeah, so you got an hour before and maybe an hour or two after. But when you can just walk down, get on the boat, take off, I mean, you're traveling in style. And it's not that expensive. Yeah, no, I mean, in, in comparison, I, I work for, for Freedom and I have a, a personal boat myself. I mean... I'm even thinking of selling my boat and just joining the club because it ends up being a lot. It's a lot better. I mean, a lot cheaper. Benefits. You don't mm -hmm. have to tow your boat down to the ramp if you keep it on a trailer every time. You don't have to deal with the headache of trying to get into the gas stations and stuff with towing. It's oh yeah. It's the whole red carpet service down mm -hmm. here. It's what we provide mm -hmm. across the country. Yeah. So anyway, it's a, it really is a no-brainer, and it's you know it's not that again. Most people, I think that somebody said that most people that own a boat don't use it as much as the people that belong to your club because exactly. it's a hassle. So it's just you know you know once a week you figure ah oh, let's go I'll give them a call and the boat will be renting for me the engine's running all you do is step on and drive away when I come back I just park it and walk away. Yeah, and then there's nothing worse than spending all the time and everything to make a trip happen. And you go down, and I mean, with a personal boat, you get down to the ramp, the boat doesn't start. <laughs> I was just going to say that. There. You got that's, your stuff, you have your crew, to me. you've already yeah. invested your money into yeah. it. Yeah. And now you're going to invest more. At least yeah. with the club, if that happens, we usually always will have a backup boat ready yeah. for you guys where we can put you on. It may not be the yeah. same boat, but. You guys still well, get out of the water. I'll tell, tell you what, I've done that fish. before. You go to turn the key on and nothing happens. Yep. You go, oh, shoot, now. <laughs> uh, the silence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, one uh, quick question. Uh, you uh, forgot to say the full name and how to get in touch with you guys. Uh, the the Freedom Boat Club. Mm -hmm. and or, uh, the Huntington one. Well, a website or what? Yes. Yeah, so you, you guys can go to this. FreedomBoatTub.com is just like the main generic site. From there, depending on where you're at, you can look at all of the different locations across the United States. I know we even have a vacation one up in Vancouver, so you can go up to Vancouver and use that. But wow. our sales guys will do everything. You just would call and sorry about that. Call the number. They will set you up with a tour, a test drive, whatever you guys want. Um, Guys, make you feel comfortable on the boat. We, we don't want to put anyone on the boats that yeah. is even in remotely uncomfortable. So we yeah. do unlimited training along with right. that. Before right. you go out, you're insured, everything, you know how to drive a boat. And you pretty much, you're the captain. You take yourself where you'd like to go. You want to go to Catalina for the day. It's as easy as just hopping on a boat and going. They, they have a really good training program. For anybody that's never been on a boat, it's mm -hmm. really excellent. I can't even put a boat on a slip in Newport for what it cost me per month okay. uh, to uh, Frank, go fishing. If, yes. if you don't mind, what I'd like to learn more about is the boats themselves. Now, okay. as far as the club goes, is it just one price for any boat, or does it make, do you have different levels? So, I mean, there's the different levels uh, when you come in. I mean, you could do kind of an individualized plan with 
is really kind of set up for you and maybe okay. a spouse of some sort. Well, what, um, I'd, what I'd really like to do is talk about boats themselves. You okay. work with boats. You know about boats. And can you tell us a little bit about the boats that you have, pros and cons, what your uh, recommendations are if somebody's interested in getting a boat? I mean, yeah, we, we have such a variety of boats. I mean, we try to keep the fleet pretty well-rounded, everything from kind of the hardcore fishers, which is going to be the Parker 23s. They come set up with a 40-gallon bait tank ready to go fill up and go get some tuna and stuff, as well as rod holders. They come. Each boat is equipped with a Lowrance fish finder. The more fishing-type style boats are going to have usually the 7s or sometimes we'll throw a 9-inch touch on it or so. Um, I mean, the newest fishing boat we got is going to be the Angler Chronicles boat itself. And that one, we're going to have a nine-inch touch on the thing. The fish finder to take you all the way to Catalina and try to pot you safely there and back. Um, We don't put, like, junk on our boats. Mm -hmm. We don't do any of the old-school transducers anymore. We do all the downscan imaging so that you guys can get the best quality pictures. Underwater, so you could try to pinpoint those fish in really easily. Mm-hmm. Well, so, I mean, all, I really got, all of them are also they have Yamaha four-stroke outboards, oh, so yeah. they're all super efficient too. So mm-hmm. it's not like getting on something where, oh, we go to Catalina trip, it costs you three hundred bucks. I mean, yeah. you could easily do a trip for under a hundred bucks, go for over to Catalina yeah. for a little bit. And well, a quick question for you because we know about a minute. If someone's looking to buy a boat, they want to go out in the ocean. But, you know, they don't want to spend, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars. Uh, mm-hmm. What would you recommend that they look at? I mean, I'd recommend, of course, looking into the club. I mean, the club works for some people and it doesn't for others. I mean, the people that join the club, I do tend, they use the boat a lot more. They tend to enjoy it more because we have a variety. Um, Tell them what boat I use all the time. <laughs> you always go out. You like using, we have a bass boat set up with a trolling motor. And he always goes out there, fishes the wall, and he comes back every time saying he caught fish. He could big fish, too. And there are stories. Frank over there holds his word. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we're, uh, and that's uh, what kind of boat? That is a Cobia 21 mm-hmm. center okay. console. That's okay. what yeah, we're so trying to get through. 21 Day is the model okay. on that one. Well, Frank, we only got about 30 seconds. Um, so let's go one more time real quickly. It's just go to freedomboatclub.com, and then from mm-hmm. there you can go to whatever location you're in in the United States. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, you call the number, and the way it works is okay. it'll route you to wherever, you're for, wherever okay. your closest club is, Perfect. and it'll send you directly to the sales guy. There you go. Okay, we got to go. Uh, Frank, right. appreciate that. We're going to take a quick break, and we got a lot more fun stuff coming up. We're going to find out about some bass fishing. Go to fishhunttalkradio.com. Right on the front page, you can listen to this program as many times as you want. East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos del Mar. Boat 
Golden Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Mystery Tackle Box is the most fun and affordable way to discover new lures every month. Select your target species and select your subscription length. Get your box delivered. Catch more fish. It's that easy. Offering fresh and salt water, we've partnered with Fish Talk to get you a great deal. Use the promo code FISHTALK for $10 off your first subscription. Mystery Tackle Box is the original monthly lure subscription service. In fact, we've been told that it feels like Christmas once a month and you can get started for as little as 15 bucks a month. Go to mysterytacklebox.com today. That's mysterytacklebox.com and start getting your packages every month. This is John and I believe in Mystery Tackle Box. Go to mysterytacklebox.com, mention Fish Talk, get a special deal and get the packages coming every month. You will be looking forward to it. You can't catch fish. 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 I got a little story about a city boy that came to Wisconsin up from Illinois so he can enter. The big fish contest, it's a thousand bucks cash for the biggest and the best, but I told him, guy, you're making a mistake. You don't stand a chance catching fish on the slate, cause hey, you could pray you want to wish. But let me tell you something, guy, you can't fish. I told you there, guy. Can't catch fish. What do you think you're doing? Can't catch fish. For tripe's sake. You can't catch fish. Go back to Illinois. Hey. Can't catch fish. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan. And we also, of course, Frank Selby. Um, and if it wasn't for Frank, I don't know what I'd do. But we also have um, someone else that uh, is a frequent guest. He's kind of pretty much a co-host, and that's Mark Lassane. And he has a publication called, is it, uh, well, Bass Angler's Magazine. So the website Bass is... Angler, Bass Angler Magazine. And the website is Bass Angler Mag. What is it? BassAnglerMag.com. Okay. Now, um, what I'd like to talk to you about today is not so much where to find the bass, how to catch them, but there are, uh, I don't know, you can tell me, how many avid bass anglers are there in the United States? I think there's 16 million that fish for bass. <laughs> yeah. And, so it's pretty big. Yeah. Well, you know, we've talked all the time. we talk to people that are professional guides for trout fishing. And, you know, mostly in the West but uh, and other areas. But uh, um, bass, you know, are they're everywhere. And there's a lot of people that are passionate about it. And a lot of them would like to be, I don't know if you'd call pro or semi-pro, 
as most uh, you know most of them the you know the what you would call a pro they can't live on bass fishing so they have another job and then they try and do tournaments and win some money but sure, there's sure. there's uh, probably i don't know just to say a lot of people thousands, yeah. thousands that would that would like to be considered a professional bass angler and you are one so could we talk about that and about what it takes what you do and what the possibilities what the you know and how do you go about it Sure. <laughs> kind of a long, drawn-out thing. Yeah. But, but I'll tell you, you know, like any any uh, profession, to perfect it, you need to spend about 10,000 hours doing Whoa. that before you become an expert. Wow, 10,000 hours. Jeez, so I've you... been doing this uh, like 30 years, and, and I probably have 10,000 hours. So that 10,000 hours is 150 days a year for 10 years. Wow. So, you know, that's every other, uh, it's almost every other day or two days a weekend, yeah. you know, three days a week mm-hmm. uh, to become that in 10 years. Wow. So, obviously, most of, a lot of bass anglers are young, you know, a yeah. lot younger than I am. And yeah. and there's a lot of professionals out there that, you know, haven't taken that long to, to get there. Mm-hmm. Well, so, let's, just, let's just say that you're a, uh, but I, let's just say that I am, you know, a guy in my maybe early 20s, and I love to bass fish. And I have a dream of, you know, getting a jacket with all the, <laughs> all the uh, emblems on it and being uh, sponsored, you know, by somebody and being a, sure. I don't know if you call it pro or semi-pro angler. Um, what do I do? Well, I, you know, I think job one is to become proficient at all the different techniques, you know, all the different bass fishing techniques. Require your the equipment that you need to do that. Then you're going to need you know you need a boat, and a truck. Um, you know before before you become a professional because you're going to have to be proficient at every different technique. You know then once you get there, hopefully you went to college and got some schooling. And if you took some marketing classes, that would be a big help mm-hmm. because most of the guys can't make it on tournament winnings alone. Right. I mean there's I mean there's probably a handful in the United States out of the millions that can make it on tournament anymore. Mm-hmm. So you have to have sponsors. So sponsors will help you out, you know, and when you get to a point when you become a professional and you're good at marketing yourself and you're a viable source for them to use, um, you start getting a paycheck from these guys. Hmm. So, and then, once you know, I mean, unfortunately, you know, money makes everything go around. You can't buy a house or put gas in your car or eat or anything without money. So... You need to get paid. Um, you know, generally when you when you start out uh, sponsorship, you get a product deal. You a lot of times you get a discount on product, you know, which is great because you need the product to fish. Yeah. And you have to buy it anyway, so you get a discount. And you start working with that company, and mm-hmm. you know, and you build up a rapport with them, and hopefully you go up to the next step where, you know, you get X number of X number of dollars of free product. Um, and then after that point, then it then it becomes a contract basis, and you negotiate a deal where mm-hmm. you get a like a monthly retainer plus plus product, and then they'll have a set set of circumstances that you'll okay. do. You know, all my sponsors, they all have something different. You know, like somewhat videos, somewhat social media, some want me to write some things and do product reviews. 
um, you know, so everybody, every company wants a little something different. So you have to find out what they want and, you know, curtail your... Well, let's, your... Let, let's back up a little bit. I mean, obviously, if you're sponsored by Mercury Boats or Bass Pro or something, that's huge. But, you know, they don't have that many. What about local sponsorships? Sure, there's there's local sponsorships. Like, you know, uh, um, like if you have a local tackle shop, a lot mm-hmm. of times you can... You know, they'll give you a discount or, you know, maybe if you're doing good and sending a lot of customers to you, they, you know, they may give you some free product or, you know, maybe help you with the entry fee mm-hmm. and things like that. So you can work with, the, you know, local companies. And then also if you, you, know, you have some friends with local companies and they're looking to, you know, expand their horizon, you know, to some bass anglers because bass anglers are a pretty good demographic. Mm-hmm. You know, most of them own a truck and a boat. They have a pretty good income. Mm-hmm. You have to have a good income just to be able to have all this stuff to be able to have. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so they have a pretty good income. So it's a good demographic. You know, I mean, it could be a roofing company. And, yeah. uh, you know, or uh, so, or but it's, it's, well, it's The point is, it's probably a lot easier to start that way than it is to go for the big bucks. So you, oh, sure. you would probably want to start off. Um, with some local companies and people that, and and it's all. I mean, you're not going to be able to prove what the, what the return on investment. So they have to like you and believe in you. And right, if right. You're, and you know, you can get you can refer people over there, and they tell you they tell them that they were referred by, you know, Joe Bass, and mm-hmm. you know, and that helps every time you get a referral over, and they go, mm-hmm. oh, this guy is working, he's doing some stuff for us. Mm-hmm. So the first thing to do if you would be, want to become a professional bass angler is, first of all, you got to know how to do it. And, yes. you know, 10,000 hours, man, if you're in your early 20s, you go, man, you know, <laughs> are you kidding me? But You know, uh, that's, a, that's a statistic. So I'm going to say, you know, it, it probably doesn't take that long. You know, you could, I, I'm going to say to become a really good angler, you know, you could do it. You know, three to five years, you know, yeah. depending on how much time you could spend on the water. Right. And then you want to probably start local, get some local sponsors and work your way up and, you know. And start. Sure. And you'll want to fish some, some pro-am tournaments, some yeah. tournaments, you know, with some buddies. And mm-hmm. Fish some pro-am tournaments in the back of the boat. And then mm-hmm. that will really help your learning curve because you'll okay. get to fish with a pro and see what they're doing, how they're doing it. A lot of times that will that will really uh, boost your career and, and help you in ways that you know you never even oh, thought of okay so you're fishing with a pro but and that's how you learn yeah yeah and yeah. then you like get a, to be up in front then you got somebody on the go. stern <laughs> right, right right yes sir man you, get you gotta to, pay your dues and you get that jacket with all those emblems on it and and then yeah. of course of course the bass boat itself man that's because uh, you know they lot you know some people do get boats and I, I personally I think that uh, a large reason that people love bass fishing is they can jump in the boat and go 170 miles an hour across the lake. <laughs> well, maybe not 170, well, maybe but at least 70. 70. Yeah, yeah, maybe 70. 100, but. Yeah, probably 70. <laughs> and then they go over there and throw the line 15, 20 times. They go, no, this isn't it. So they turn around and go back at 70 miles an hour to where they came from. But anyway. <laughs> that, wow. Uh, uh, not quite. Okay, okay. I'm just kidding. But yeah. the bass boats are It can lot, be like lot, that. You know, yeah. I mean, there's, there's days where, you know, if the fish are just on points, and you're running points, I mean, you could run 50 of them in a day, and you just... Yeah. Hit one real quick and go to the next one. Yeah. Look yeah. like you're pollinating flowers. Right. But uh, anyway, we're trying to help the people that are uh, aspiring, you know, that they want to have the jacket and they want to have the bass boat. 
Yeah, you know, they want to be rich and famous. Who doesn't, right? Sure, uh, sure. You know, it's a it's a grind to do it. You know, I mean, it's a you know, it's a, a dream. You got to have a passion for it, and you know, develop the skills, and you know, and work and work and work at it. You know, I mean, I'm one of the fortunate few that. You know, I get to fish for a living. So, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm. I mean, there's not a lot. There's not a lot of guys out there that can do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, almost, almost nobody that fishes the, you know, the pros, uh, survive on what they make from fishing. No. Yeah. They all. We all have to have sponsors. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I have a host of host of really good sponsors. Yeah. And, take and, good and care a, of them and, and a day job. <laughs> yeah. And well, you know, I do the magazine, but you know, it all it all ties in. There's the yeah. You know, it's all synergy together. And, yeah. Well, anyway, I've been talking a lot. Frank, I haven't given you much of a chance. We've only got about a minute left. Um, yeah, so, one of these days, me and him is going to go out bass fishing and have some fun. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, now, are you going to be fly fishing for uh, bass, Frank? Yes. <laughs> he can fly fishing. But I will pick up a spinner if he gets too far ahead of me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My mama didn't raise any fools. I may be crazy. I'm not stupid. Yeah. But, uh, no, I need to talk about fly fishing. And I think last time we had you on, Mark, apparently the rules are changing about using uh, uh, fly on, on, on in tournament bass fishing. Well, you can use long rods, but, I, you know, I, I would imagine you could use some flies, but I, I have never seen anybody fly fish in a conventional bass tournament. Uh-huh. Like I said, there's one tournament out here that there's a fly fishing tournament. Oh, everybody uses yeah. fly rods. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, <clears throat> Frank will change that, I'm sure. Anyway, <laughs> but uh, let's talk about, uh, real quickly, if anybody wants to learn more about bass fishing, there's really only one main source, and that's Bass it Angler is. Magazine. Bass Angler Magazine, you know, the world's greatest yeah, bass I agree. Magazine. Yeah. And then, of course, that's, uh, was it BassAnglerMag.com? BassAnglerMag.com. Go to the upper left-hand side and hit subscribe, sign up. You can okay. get electronic or right. the print edition. Perfect. Hey, Mark, uh, hopefully, yes, you, hopefully you inspired some people to, to get serious about it. Okay, we got to okay. go. You're listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Go to FishHuntTalkRadio.com. Listen to the show as many times as you want, right on the front page. A few years ago, a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable, non-skid, and wouldn't mark the decks. Today, these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers, boaters, professional guides, and charter captains. Go to softscience.com to see more. Soft Science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock absorbent with just the right level of support. Several styles come in all sizes. Enjoy the Soft Science shoe in the water and out. Check them out at softscience.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. 
Whiskey Tackle Box is the most fun and affordable way to discover new lures every month. Select your target species and select your subscription length. Get your box delivered. Catch more fish. It's that easy. Offering fresh and salt water, we've partnered with Fish Talk to get you a great deal. Use the promo code FISHTALK for $10 off your first subscription. Mystery Tackle Box is the original monthly lure subscription service. In fact, we've been told that it feels like Christmas once a month, and you can get started for as little as 15 bucks a month. Go to mysterytacklebox.com today. That's mysterytacklebox.com, and start getting your packages every month. This is John, and I believe in Mystery Tackle Box. Go to mysterytacklebox.com, mention Fish Talk, get a special deal, and get the packages coming every month. You will be looking forward to it. If you think that'll help, you're in for a surprise, cause money. Can't buy school, you know the guys and me. We can catch them at will against Shad Rat. You ain't no match. Fish are just something that you can't catch. For crying out loud, guy. You can't catch fish. You can't catch fish. You can't catch fish. You can't catch fish. Built a tug on the line, and I didn't pay attention. Spinning I was staring at a 10-pound shiny bass When I tried to pull the fish inside I pulled a muscle in my upper thigh I was so scared I threw my rod up in the air Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and of course, Frank Selby. Uh, Frank, what a pleasure that uh, have you on the air every week. I don't know what I'd do without you. Yeah, well, we, we have a lot of fun. That's yeah. what counts. You know, that's hey, what it's all about. Yeah. And, you know and what we else? got one of the best tech guys. I'm sorry? Oh, oh, Mark? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, one of the things I really enjoy about this is I enjoy doing it, but I've been doing this for some time. And people assume that if you host a, you know, a nationally syndicated fishing show, you're an expert and you're a passionate angler. Well, the truth is, I keep learning every week, but I'm far from an expert. And I like I like to fish, but you know, it's it's uh, you know, I just enjoy doing the show. Well, that's what it takes. Learn if you do not learn a couple things a day about the passion of mm-hmm. your sport, mm-hmm. you just well stop because yeah. if the day you're born to the day you die, you have to learn something new every day. Yeah, and I think I'm a damn good teacher, but there's a lot of guys out there a lot better. They call me one of the better ones, but yeah. that's. You think I'm just really good with people, so that well, makes me a Frank, little bit better. What, what I found, what that I doesn't found, make me the best. What I found out is it's so much easier if you know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. If you don't know what you're doing, you better not be teaching at all. <laughs> anyway, I believe uh, that we do now have Bob McCray. Is that right, Mark? He's on. Bob McCray, welcome to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Thank you, Hi, so Bob. Much. That was Frank. Uh, how you doing, Frank? 
Good. Uh, One uh, thing I want you to do real quick is get your website out and everything. So we've been running a little late, so that way we'll have it on the show. Okay, I'll I'll uh, get it. Uh, I'll get on it. Uh, I've been delayed here because I moved. Uh, as you know, I went to Gold Beach to the Rogue River, and uh, I chose that not to be where I need to be. So I'm back in Klamath again. Oh, and the fishing here has been excellent. Uh, the fly fishermen have done really well. I talked to one guy uh, about four days ago. He'd caught and released sixteen. Uh, okay. And they're all run. Uh, slow down, all slow run. down. He caught and released 16 what? Salmon. I'm sorry, co-host. Oh, so oh, The Chinook, rather, the Chinook. Oh, Chinook, the Kings, wow. Yeah. And uh, they're, they're running between uh, 13 and 18 pounds right now. Oh, my now. gosh. We expect that the bigger ones will start coming in. Well, uh, but the, the fishery's been good for uh, the spin caster and or the fly fishermen. And how many are allowed to take in a day? Uh, you get one adult and one uh, what they call jack, twenty-two inches and under. Oh, okay. And I know normally in Alaska, you, you know, you don't, you know, I don't think you're allowed to keep them, but I understand they taste good. I mean, it's oh, like a, it's like a big trout. Yeah, I just uh, smoked some up uh, yesterday, and uh, I plan to bring Frank down some, and I'll have him get some to you. Hey, that sounds good to me. <laughs> That, that sounds, sounds good really me. good. I'm ready. Yeah. Oh, it's it's delicious. The best eating you can have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so all the guys up here uh, are busy. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. You, uh, you have a, a web page still, right? Uh, it's in process. It's not completed yet. Oh, okay. Okay. How about just throwing out your phone number so if they can want to come up and fish with you, they can call you. Okay, uh, my company name is Rogue Outdoor Sport, and my phone number is 541-373-9343. Okay, 541-373-9343. Okay. Yes. All right, Mark's got that down. And uh, so you're a rogue, huh? I'm a rogue. <laughs> yeah. And I he's a so. damn good fisherman. Yeah. At my, at my age, i got to be a rogue to keep doing it. <laughs> well, you know, rogue, rogue River is, you know, it's not a real fast um, river. It's it's not crystal clear. Um, but apparently there's some pretty good fishing in there. And what part of the rogue are you dealt up? You know, you go down no. to the ocean to Medford or Boria. I, I have, I, have uh, I thought I clarified that. I have moved. Last year to the Rogue, I didn't find it to be conducive. It was very windy, mm-hmm. so I moved back, and I'm now on the Klamath River in California. Uh-huh. Klamath, California. Uh, the Rogue River is doing really well fishing, but uh, it's mostly trolling uh, to fly fish. Whatever you have to be mm-hmm. quite a ways up the river, mm-hmm. uh, but there could be 200 boats on. Probably is today or tomorrow. There'll be two hundred boats on that ma- river mouth. Mm-hmm. Oh, crazy. So, so you're out. You're up uh, near the Pacific. Then that's where the that's where the yeah, kings are uh, coming in. Yeah, I'm at the Klamath. They're coming in uh, right at the mouth and uh, fish the estuary. Uh, it's good, and we go up uh, uh, six seven miles up to the Glen. Uh, fly fishing's good there. 
as well as fin fishing. Mm-hmm. And then you go to the Blakes, which is just up around the corner. It's another excellent ripple to fish. Mm-hmm. And then on up river from there. Well, just a, a, a quick... I'm sorry. My dog. Oh, I say uh, hi, dog. There's been a lot of... Uh, a lot of excitement here. Yeah. Uh, Bob, a quick question for you. As we all know, the cycle of the king salmon is that they're born, uh, they go downstream, they go out in the ocean for two, three, four years, and for some reason they're always able to find the exact place that they were born and they go back to it. But as once they start upstream uh, to spawn and die, uh, they store up their fat before they go up, and then they don't feed once they start going upstream. That's so correct. So if you could kind of comment on that, and if they're not feeding, how do you catch them? Uh, the fly fishermen will catch them. I mean, it's, it's agitation. It's, it's uh, how do I put it? Uh, if you're putting a, spit, uh, a spinner in their face, then they're, then they're just being annoyed. Yeah. This reaction bite. So they just t- they'll attack it. Mm-hmm. Most of it's reaction bite. A lot of guys are using row, or you could use a an egg sac for your fly rod. Well, a quick uh, question uh, for you: Are you allowed to use salmon row to catch salmon? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. For some reason, I thought you couldn't do that. But anyway, um, any, Frank, do you have any comments on what we we're just talking about as far as? Yeah. Well, you know. I I think he's 100% right about the salmon. I think it's a genetic. They've done it most of their life, and something goes in front of them to eat. They automatically grab it. I think it's just a normal reaction. Mm-hmm. They might bite it. They won't eat it. But all you need is them to grab a hold of it. And yeah. You can set the hook. That's it. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll make one more comment in regards to that. A lot of guys will be drifting their boats, and they'll be using the salmon row. And so what it is, it's about a, a four-foot leader with your salmon hook on it and your, and your row with uh, one or two-ounce uh, weight, and you're bouncing it along as you're drifting down. The salmon does not go to eat it. It picks it up and moves it out of its way. Oh, Wow. Uh, because it recognizes as potential bait. Yeah. And what happens is that bite is so sensitive. Yeah. It just all it is is a split second of a slack of line. In other and words, boom, in other words, you got to pay very close attention. You have to be on your game. Yeah. Yeah. And a uh, quick, quick story. Neil Taylor was, you know, one of, a legendary fly fisherman, and he was fishing with a guy and his. Wasn't catching any fish, and Neil was uh, standing behind him, and he goes one, two, three, and this went on. And the guy goes, he "Goes, what's all this about? What are you counting?" He says, "I'm counting how many strikes that you missed." Yeah, right, right, <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. That's exactly the way it is. I mean, you know, I know I've had bite after bite after bite. And it's only the one that I that I can I can actually see where that line just mm-hmm. relaxes, and then you can set it. Well, when you say set it, you just lift up the rod, or do you yank on it? You give it a good little pull, yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm staying at a place that uh, for your 
listeners at Chinook RV Resort in Klamath. I'm sorry, you got to repeat uh, that. We lost you for a second. What's the name of the resort? Chinook. Chinook, C-H-I-N-O-O-K. Mm-hmm. RV Resort. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very nice resort. There's new owners. They're doing magnific- magnificent things here to clean it up and mm-hmm. make it uh, even nicer. Uh, it's an enjoyable place to be. Well, you just gave them a huge plug. There's hundreds of thousands of people out there that are going to be coming up there now. Well, they'll enjoy it. <laughs> and I'll be here. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. you're always enjoyable uh, to Frank, be around. Frank, we've only got about a minute left. What else do you want to talk to Bob about? Well, are you coming down this winter? Yeah, I'll be down in December. and We'll, get we'll go out on the boat for a day, and me and you will go fishing. I love it. Hey, hey uh, by I'll, the way, uh, Bob, when I'll, you come down, down, can you bring some of those kings with you in the freezer? Sure will do. <laughs> okay. I'll bring no. you his share. Don't even let him oh, know yeah. you brought Well, Frank, when we came back from Alaska, I got that uh, you know, 18-pound king when it's frozen. I took a sawzall and cut it into steaks. It worked out perfect while it was, well, while it was frozen. Yeah. You, you know, I didn't get any of that. Well, it's still Bob. in the freezer waiting for you. Okay. But uh, have Bob bring some down. But it's a, look, I thought it was a quick... Quick uh, trip idea, Fro- fully I got, frozen. I got a better. I got okay. a better idea. Have Frank come on up and get some himself. There you go, and we'll just cook the whole thing, right? That's it. There you go, Bob. Oh, thank okay. you very much. We appreciate that, and uh, hopefully we'll have you back on soon. And good fishing. Yeah. Thank you very right. much. You I are listening it. to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Hey, Bob, hold on for yeah. a second. But you are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. I go to fishhunttalkradio.com. On the front page, all you have to do is click it on it, and you can listen to the show as many times as you want. The soft science footbed absorbs the shock of pounding waves, engine vibration, and even rocky terrain. Soft science shoes are roomy and relaxed, and they drain and dry quickly. Check out the Soft Science Fin Fishing Shoes and Boots and the Fin H2O for kayaking and canoeing. They're lightweight, slip-resistant, and won't mark your deck. See the new styles for men and women and get your pair on at softscience.com. Used by fishermen who know where to get the best fishing gear around, AFTCO makes the highest quality fishing rod components worldwide. If it says AFTCO, you know you have a quality rod. Guy Harvey Clothing, the best outdoor clothing line anywhere, is also available through AFTCO. Longest lasting, functional, and best looking clothing you'll be proud to wear. Only the very best materials and workmanship. As soon as you put it on, you'll know the difference. Look for AFTCO at quality retailers or go to AFTCO.com. Great news. You can now watch Grizz's shows wherever you are, whenever you want, on all your mobile devices. Download the Grizz Channel app today. Enjoy an adventure during that boring wait at the doctor's office. Or while you're sitting at the airport waiting for your next flight. Just go to your phone, tablet, or even Kindle App Store or iTunes and download it today. 
And when you get home, you can watch The Grizz on your big screen on Roku. Catch The Grizz next adventure today. That's what I'm doing. Think about nothing, not even you. Catch me a big one, the fine speck of proud. Slapping in the water, I pull it right out. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan and, of course, Frank Selby. And we were able to talk Bob McRae to hang around for a couple more minutes to finish this one up. So we appreciate that. Uh, Frank, I think Bob's a friend of yours. You're going to do it. But quick question. Uh, Bob... What type of fishing? I know you 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 know fly in conventional, but I see a note here about kayak. So, yes, uh, we do a lot of fishing in the kayak. I'm kind of unique up here in that respect. Uh, I go about six miles, seven miles up, and fish the the holes all the way down, either with a fly or with spinning. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's kind of it's exciting. A lot of guys like it. Uh, but I also have a jet boat, and I can run further upriver. Mm-hmm. Um, the kayak fishing is 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 taking off. Uh, we have a lot of people coming in with their own kayaks. I have rentals, uh, and just enjoy it. I mean, you get a fish on in a kayak, and you're going crazy. Oh yeah, it'll, uh, it'll tow you around. Yeah, and we not have like, a lot of fun not, when not like we do big, that. He used to like go over to. Catalina and do kayak fishing saltwater. Dead yeah. silence. Bob? Yes. Yeah. I like but you. You wanted to be up where there wasn't so many people, and that I cannot blame you for. <laughs> well, <laughs> but I yeah, miss here, my friends. Yeah, I miss you too. Uh, up here, it's, uh, I hope the listeners aren't listening because it's gorgeous. <laughs> I've got the redwoods around me. I have supreme air. Water's good. And the camaraderie of my friends is fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's uh, very, very enjoyable. The traffic is, well, I'm only about, yeah, what am I, 200 yards from the road. Wow. And we'll get, we'll get a 60, 80 cars through the mm-hmm. day. Well, when you're driving up through Oregon, you know, Medford's on the road, and you're towards, uh, I guess, towards the west. But what, what, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on the Klamath River mm-hmm. in California. Oh, that's right. We talked about that. I, uh, I yeah. was last mm-hmm. year. That is road, yeah. But the Klamath is, uh, oh, it's a beautiful river. And again, it's not overly populated. What's, uh, you know, what's the area like? What's the biggest towns close to you? 
Uh, we have Eureka, which is 50 miles south, mm-hmm. and Cold Beach, I mean, and uh, Crescent City, 20 miles north. Yeah. The little little town of Klamath is, uh, we're on a reservation here. Yeah. So it's this, the uh, Yurok tribe. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're very, very nice folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, the area is quiet. Yeah. For the most part, we've got probably okay. eight uh, RV parks here. Yeah. Are full right well, now. Well, just a just a quick comment because we want to make sure we got information from you. But I went to an outdoor writers conference up in Crescent City a while ago, and all I can say is you can't get there from anywhere. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, you're on Highway One, and it is no matter where you are, you can fly into Crescent City, but uh, it's not easy. But uh, you know, you, you're very remote, and it's just a beautiful area, and that's why it's so beautiful is because you know you don't have a bunch of uh, Winnebago's parked in your, you know, next to the stream. <laughs> Correct, but there's another and part okay. too. There's and when part. you're floating down the river. You can always see beautiful things. Yeah. Anyway, well, we've got we've got bald eagles. We see yeah. a bear. We'll beautiful. see a bear and elk. Beautiful part of the uh, world. That's we part. also have one one thing that's special about this place is the temperature. It's cold. No, it <laughs> averages sixty degrees plus or minus throughout the throughout the year. Summer. Yeah. Wow. Now, that sounds great. Anyway, we're out of time. we got to go. Right. Bob, we appreciate that very, very much. And if anybody you know wants to come back and get his phone number, whatever it is, go to fishhunttalkradio.com, right on the front page, listen to the show. Appreciate that, Bob. Thank you very much, Frank. 